0: Hello there, and welcome to another episode of Here's the Point with Caden Kelly. And I am Caden Kelly. It's a podcast where I read books and I talk about them uh, in 15 minutes or less with the intention to improve my health, wealth, wisdom, and peace. And I share them so that you can do the same too. Uh, this is a supplemental podcast to my longer uh, primary podcast called Book Club with Caden Kelly. Uh, everything's available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, or you can find links to everything on my blog, Caden Kelly's Blog dot If you like the conversation from this episode, I suggest to go check out the longer one where we go into all of the ideas in much more depth and detail. Uh, I share a lot more bullshit, my ideas there as well. So, but here we do it in fifteen minutes or less for your convenience. So let's get into it. Last week we read. Stillness is the Key by Ryan Holiday, an ancient strategy for modern life. I've uh, read several books by Ryan Holiday. If you, don't, uh, if you haven't listened to me talk about him before, I'll just pretend like we've never talked about Ryan Holiday before. Uh, so here's a little description from his, in the book. Ryan Holiday is one of the world's foremost thinkers on, and writers on ancient philosophy and its place in everyday life. He is a sought after speaker and strategist, and is the author of many best selling books, including *The Daily Stoic*, *The Obstacle Is the Way*, *Ego Is the Enemy*, and *Lives of the Stoics*. And I've read. We've also covered *Courage Is Calling* by him. Uh, they've been translated. into He lives outside Austin, Texas. Yeah. So, um, this is uh, this is right up the the wisdom branch, but also to how to experience better peace. Uh, in our life so I take I read the book rather I listen to the audiobook while I'm working or while I'm out out and about and take notes as I listen and when I get to the chance when I read so I have some notes I'm gonna go through them quickly 15 minutes or less here we go stillness is the key it's broken down into three parts mind body and spirit right but it's in the mind spirit and body order. So um, in the introduction, he says, uh, uh, stillness is the secret to a long list of achieving success, of how to achieve success, to unlocking whatever we are capable of in this life. Stillness literally is, you know, like a glass of water sitting on a counter undisturbed, is completely still, or a person can be laying down undisturbed, undeterred, uh, which being completely still physically. But can we do that with our mind? Can we do... Can we be still with our spirit? Just like a glass of water on a table. Uh, the benefit... You know, th- this book is about the benefits of being still. Why it's important to be still. The uh, success that we can achieve by being still. I won't be able to get to all of my notes. But I will... Uh, I'm going to try to my best to share my philosophy and his philosophy for each part. So part one. Mind. Um. I'll say first before I read anything from him, uh, s- separating the stillness in our mind from our spirit, they're k- they seem similar, especially as I read the book. But the mind basically is our, how I interpret it is our thoughts, our thoughts as things happen and occur in our life. Sorry, I got an itch on my nose. I'm not picking my nose. Uh, our thoughts, they come and go. And uh, stillness is being able to observe our thoughts. Uh, what's the there's what's the study where you know someone tells you don't think about a white elephant uh well you think then then that's exactly where your brain takes you stillness is being able to observe the thoughts that uh come and go from our mind without our without us like intentionally thinking right so um he talks about two principles about the mind, about being still in the mind. There is, uh, let me see, He's, he describes them as the duality of clearing our mind and also with thinking deeply and the benefits for both. And uh, so the note I took is there's a strange duality between clearing your mind and thinking deep, deeply. I think the philosophy is to clear your mind of unconscious thoughts and fill it with conscious thought uh um we're as you know just as people as creatures we are drawn towards filling our time and our energy and our attention on something what we hate what i think what everybody hates is being bored nobody likes to be bored it's a natural uh ex- a feeling that humans have when there's nothing happening but the uh we don't it's a it's a naturally uncomfortable state to be in we want to fill our time with shit we want to be occupied. We want to be distracted. So uh, a, a person who is still in the mind can, uh, well, as he says, or, you know, from the book, our world is full of distractions and we naturally find discomfort and boredom. But um, the peace and clarity come by experiencing now. Peace and clarity come by experiencing the feelings and thoughts that we have now. Uh, with, you know, without talking about ego and attachment to things, stillness in the mind is observing our thoughts and observing our reaction mentally to the things that happen in our world. Uh, some other things about stillness is, you know, um, or about our mind rather is we fill our minds with insecurity and we also fill our minds with illusions of grandeur. These are both obstacles to stillness in the mind. So uh I like to I like to practice stillness in the mind by meditating. It's all basically this is a whole this book is about m- like mindful thought, mindful action, conscious action. And uh so yeah, that's my that's that's the general idea for mind, I think. Uh he talks about journaling, he talks about acquiring wisdom, reading, being a student. Um but the benefits of being still in the mind is, well, one, we think we think clearer as we uh, think consciously. Instead of letting uh, the world's influences come and berate our minds, or is that a word, or is it just raid our minds? We think consciously about what we put in our brain and then how we react. This is stillness. This creates stillness. So that's part one is mind. Part two is spirit. Um, he uses the example of... The twelve step program for uh, understanding stillness in the spirit. He he, as uh, you know, uh, if you're familiar with the steps, one of the steps is to let go and accept, uh, accept a higher power and accept that you're not in control of your life or, or or of your circumstances. And the point of accepting a higher power isn't about going to church or paying tithings or whatever. The point of accepting a higher power is to accept that you are not in control you're not in control of the good things that happen to you or the bad things uh you're subject to whatever higher power it is you believe whether you know it's the it's the christian god or it's the or it's Allah or my belief is it's mother nature uh, as you know science whatever evolution at the very least i can accept that our humans as as we are are a creation of the earth when you say you are what you eat well when a pregnant woman you know a pregnant woman is creating a human and creates that human with the resources she takes in, you know okay this is not the point but the my my belief is <laughs> it's not about that belief the point is um you accept that mother nature is in control or at least she created our the human experience and the human condition. And so we're subject to feelings and emotions. And uh, we have reactions to things and d- discomforts. And we also experience pleasures. And this is all because of Mother Nature. Or it's because of the Christian God. Or it's because of Allah. Whatever. With their rules. Whatever. So there is this sense that we're not in control. And the sense of oneness. Um, stillness in the spirit is we all are having, we all share the similar human experience. We all feel pain and pleasure. And um, we should be consequently supporting each other. We should try to help each other. This is, uh, and there are lots of distractions that occur spiritually as well that block us from experiencing stillness. But um, uh, here's a a quote that I took from him. He says, to have an impulse and resist it, to sit with it and examine it, to let it pass by like a bad smell. This is how we develop spiritual strength. This is how we become who we want to be in this world. Only they know that the real that real pleasure lies in having a soul that's true, stable, happy, and secure, or or disciplined, uh, if you uh, if you will. Uh, uh, the, a free person is a person that craves little and desires little. This, and we talk more about that in the part 3 with the body but a spirit that craves little and desires little is also free um yeah except uh be uh yeah even if there's no god and we are created the revolution we are created by something greater than us so this is being still in the spirit and the last part 3 is body um this uh, he echoes some thoughts from other books that I've read about the uh, what, giving our time equals giving our life. So what we put our attention to, what we put our focus on, what we give our energy towards, what we spend our time on is how we spend our life literally. How, where, wherever however you're listening to this podcast is how you choose to spend your time, which is consequently how you choose to spend your life. Are you choosing to spend your life on things that will make your life better make your life worse what are you engaging in physically how do you uh, you engage in things mentally with your thoughts you engage with things spiritually and you engage with things physically with your body so uh yeah uh this this uh this he goes on deep uh deep trail on routine and daily routine and routine how routine becomes ritual a good a good wow i'm stuttering a lot i'm sorry a good routine is the platform for from which fulfilling and stimulating work is possible order is a prerequisite of excellence and good habits are a safe haven of certainty good habits it's important to have good habits and go listen to atomic habits by james clear if you haven't it's, it's good habits are a safe haven of certain of for certainty um the purpose of ritual is to settle our bodies and minds down when fortune is our opponent on the other side of the net uh yeah we what we what we practice really is what we become so if we if we subject our bodies and our minds and our spirits through uncomfortable things now voluntarily then when when shitty things happen to us involuntarily, we can react to them well. If we subject ourselves to meditation and physical exercise and spiritual disciplines, if we resist temptation, this, this is the principle. If we strengthen our body, strengthen our mind, strengthen our spirits voluntarily through by going through hard things, by resisting temptation, uh, and by strengthening our mind, by studying and strengthening our body through exercise and discipline in all areas th- – voluntarily then when shit hits the fan and a loved one dies or you lose your job or you know anything else that's shitty that happens that feels bad you'll be able to respond better because you're you've been you've prepared for it your routine becomes ritual and um ritual the purpose of ritual is to settle our bodies and minds down when fortune is the opponent on the other side of the net maybe i meant to say misfortune is the opponent, but anyway, when when shitty things happen, uh, this is how we o- overcome the difficulty. We have to be disciplined uh, uh, in mind, body, and spirit to experience stillness. Uh, we do it voluntarily so that when the involuntary shit happens, we can we can respond to it well. We make ourselves better, and we make people around us better. We can respond with courage and with with, with, uh, good values. Uh, and then, and then he talks about craving little and desiring little equals true freedom. And then, uh, yeah, uh, we need to take care of our bodies with sleep and with, with, uh, engage in leisurely activity. Leisure isn't an absence of activity. It is activity. What's absent is the external justification like pay or reward. We need leisure. It's important to be – to have like hobbies and to do hard work that is satisfying to us without the pay. We need to have things to, that, we, that we love to do that we don't do because of X, Y, and Z. We do it because we love it. And uh, which – yeah, which goes into ex- escapism. Why, do, we, do we live a life that we need to escape from? If we do, we should create a life that we don't have to escape from. Do you go on vacations or do you compulsively buy or do you compulsively binge food because or TV or video games or porn or anything because you're trying to escape from your life or things that you experience or uh, or, do you, or whatever? Live, create a life you don't have to escape from. That's it. That's the book. Stillness in the Body, the Mind, and the Spirit. Go read Stillness by Ryan Holiday, An Ancient Strategy for modern life uh, to experience more stillness and make better decisions in your life. And then we'll be doing this again. Come back next week. Thanks for showing up.